Welcome to this edition of the Untold Story podcast. I'm Martha McCallum. Thank you so much for being with us today. And I'm truly honored as we experience this Memorial Day week. Uh, Monday, of course, is the holiday, but we will be remembering those that we lost, our veterans, throughout the course of these several days here. So I am very honored to have Bud Gass with me today. He is a World War II veteran. He fought with the 42nd Infantry Division, which is famously known as the Rainbow Division, and he has an incredible story to tell, and Bud graciously was part of our documentary series called The Final Journey, which documents the stories of so many great heroes from World War II. So, Bud, hello. How are you? Hello. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing great, and I'm very happy to see you again. We had a great time when we visited you at your home, and we were grateful to you and your wife for opening up your, your home to us and sharing some of your stories. So I just wanted to start with this, Bud. You know, tell us a little bit about when you joined and how you how you got in to war into the war in World War II, where you're from. A little bit about you, if I would, if you can, sir. I was a Baltimorean. Um, I had worked at the Martin Company making bombers for a year. And uh, when I was drafted, so I was like uh, an 18-year-old kid just out of the factory. <laughs> so, uh, and I've lived in Baltimore all my life. And um, so I was off to the war with many, many millions more. So tell me about your journey there. Where did you train and where were you sent? I was sent to... Um, locally to camp and then in a day or two i was sent out to the middle of uh, kansas to fort riley which was a horse cavalry uh, training center and uh, i didn't think much of horses so i got myself transferred to to the mechanical part of it and um, then eventually into a college program which was very beneficial to me so that was my early months in the army and um after after i had trained with the cavalry not in horses and um this was a very new experience for me i enjoyed it, it was an adventure um we had pretty good training and um it, it was well worthwhile yeah. So, so tell me, you know, what happened when, when you got to France and what, what you were part of in terms of the mission in France. What was going on at that point and what, what were you trying to, what were you trying to achieve with the rest of your unit? Uh, the landing on, on the channel had taken place. Germany was being conquered. It was a uh, time of the bulge. The bulge was, um, getting over really and we we landed at marseille in the south of france and we uh, drove drove up to um Strasbourg, and um there we entered the war and you were involved in a consequential battle in the Strasbourg area Tell us, tell us about that day, Bud, and what you remember. You were awarded the Bronze Star for heroism for what happened on that day. Can you tell us a bit about it? Sure. They, uh, the Germans had 
um, decided upon an advance on us. We were only 19 people in that area, 19 soldiers in that area, and they put about 150 or 200 troops against us and attacked us at that time. So they attacked us from our rear, which is unusual, of course, and um, so we fought all day there with them. That was a fierce fight. And um, <clears throat> it was nasty, very nasty. So we lost two of our men there completely. The number got shot up. Uh, I was lucky I didn't get in, get shot at Dufton time, I suppose. But it was a, a very, a very fierce day, and uh, I lasted all day from about uh, ten o'clock, or maybe earlier than that, to five or six. And when you're under pressure like that, beside being so cold, we had, had a very cold winter, and the cold was 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 bad at that time. And of course, we had been cold for, <laughs> for weeks, yeah. and. Um, it was, it was very uncomfortable, quite more than uncomfortable, scary. Scary and uncomfortable. And as you say, you lost two of your men. What impact did that yeah. have on you, Bud, in that moment when that happened? How, how did you respond? Well, I had seen them killed, which is a f another fierce thing that happened to you. Your buddies that you work with for months and all of a sudden they're killed with one shot. And um, so this makes you think you're next. So you next naturally are going to try to stop that. And um, so all, all plugs were pulled, pulled at that time. And I think everyone thought the same way. We were highly outnumbered, so we're, we're gonna put up a fight. And we did. And we drove them off, really. So we felt good about that. It was a major moment uh, in terms of, of securing that area. And as you say, you're very humble, as are most of your um, brothers in arms in, in World War II. Um, but it was a very significant battle to, to be able to hold that area and to repel the outnumbered German forces that you were up against that day. And you were, you were 19 years old at the time, bud? I think so. I may have been 20. I, I'll have to figure that out, but 19 or 20. You were a young man, uh, and you were you know, fighting alongside so many of your brothers, and as you say, you lost two of them. Um, mm -hmm. After that, you were part of the liberation of Dachau. Can you tell me about that, bud? Uh, we, we got there about two hours after it had been opened by other troops, and um, so we weren't really needed. Um, no one was needed there. First they sent us, it was about um, six or eight of us, they sent to what we call clear a woods right alongside of the camp. And we were going through the camp and um, all of a sudden the, the bushes start moving and up jumped about, up jumped about three or four persons in the, the prison guard. So um, we didn't know what was going on. We were ready to shoot them, but we real quick realized they were so, so thin and skinny. And uh, they came over to us and ran over to us, really hugged us up with um, 
these these dirty flea bitten insect ridden uniforms which was uncomfortable at first until you really realized what was going on and um, one of them went down and kissed my boots my combat boots and that was very moving for me mm. and i'll never forget that of course yeah and uh, of course we let them go ahead through because they weren't the guards the fear was that they would be the guards dressed in 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 the strikes and trying to get away mm. so we were satisfied they weren't the guards because they were too thin and emaciated mm. and um, that was the experience i had there then we were told to go up and, and um uh be the first to, at munich in front of the city hall there and that's what we did and we took out a lot of great uh, nazism was started there in at the roundhouse which is uh, the the sort of the capital building of that area and um and we took out the generals and colonels and so forth and they they gave us no trouble which was a, a good time for us they were surrendering to you all yes quickly because they knew the jig was up you know they had lost so we yeah. expected to fight from them but they didn't the untold story continues right after this you know what was it like for you as a young man did you at that time bud did you realize what you were a part of what you were what you were witnessing at that moment or did you did it hit you later what you had been part of oh it, oh, it hit me later <laughs> and um, of course there were so many people in the army in, in the fight it's impossible to think um, for instance um, it was just so many infantry divisions there the division is like 18,000 people and there were a hundred divisions so it, w it was just overwhelming and uh, I think most people can't really realize how big a war that was yeah that's sort of my message people forget or they don't know in the first place what happened <laughs> they don't even know about World War II which is so ridiculous so anyway it was a big thing it sure was bud and um the uh documentary that we put together and that you were part of the whole goal of it really was to talk to several people like you who had played a role in different parts of the european theater and let you all you and the other members of um of the military who are also part of it to let you tell the story of what happened in Europe in those years and how you all saved the world from Hitler's forces and the tyranny that you all fought against. And I, I love this Final Journey documentary that you're part of because, as I said, it sort of takes people through the path of what happened when and it's told in, in your voices, which I think is so extraordinary. You just said it, it, it's kind of ridiculous that so many people, and, and I would imagine you are thinking about young people who don't know what happened. It's Memorial Day weekend, bud. What do you think about on this day? And what do you hope other people think about on this day? I think about it 
such a different day we had and um, men or people were so I guess you'd call it patriotic but uh, they were devoted to this country and uh, was a great country I'm not too sure of that right now it's scary to me I'm, I'm very upset I think any any person in World War II would say about the same thing I'm saying can so, you tell me a little bit about people. that tell me why what why does it upset you bud well they just didn't understand uh, how many freedoms we have and how great this country is They're, they just don't appreciate it and look what happens with the police order just plain order in cities and what's what's happening to the culture itself it's just deteriorating no stealing all the stealing is being done the the problems we have with it but it's it's uh it was a different time a different time completely well there's a reason so, that people call you and the others who you fought alongside the greatest generation in american history what would you say to young people? You have a big family. Um, you have a wonderful family around you. What do you say to your grandchildren about the future and about the country? What do you What do you try to instill in your family? Pay attention to what's happening with the government, I guess, as much as I can, and um, find out what's what what is really going on and who we vote for. And I won't go any deeper than that, but I think we should really look at it from a, a good standpoint, from a standpoint of this is a, a great experience, a great experiment by our founding fathers. And um, it was working pretty well for a good while. We've had it good and bads, but it was working. And now it seems not to. People don't even cooperate with each other. And uh, that's a bad thing. They hate each other. That's no good. That's no good. We should love each other. And I think we should get back to God. And God is in charge of all. That's my message, I suppose. That's a very powerful message, bud. And I hope a lot of people hear it. Um, before I let you go, I, I'm sure that on Memorial Day, you think of those that you lost and, and the people who didn't get to come back home and have families and see generations come after them. Tell me, is, you know, is there yes. anyone in particular that you think of on Memorial Day? Or, or what do you think about on Memorial Day? Well, the two, of course, that lost their lives. <clears throat> One of the gentlemen that lost his lives, his life, had a, a, he had just been married before he came over. And his uh, new baby girl was born a couple months after he died. So that's that's kind of pitiful. Things of that went on. And the other one had just been married, and I'm sure uh, he, he, you know, he he was looking forward to coming back, you know, full life, and he didn't get it. So I suppose that's that's the answer to that. Well, but we we thank you for your heroism, 
for your service to the country. And we are dedicated to telling your story and to making sure that people tune in and watch the final journey and listen to this podcast because you have a powerful message about World War II, about your own brave, courageous experience, your own patriotism, and the things that you think we need to think a lot more seriously about these days in order to to preserve this great country. So you are a hero, Bud Goss, and I am grateful for having met you and to know you, sir. So I want to thank you for making time for me again today. Well, thank you. You've been very grateful and wonderful. Uh, We appreciate this so much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, And uh, all of the other brave men who helped to preserve this great country. Thank you, sir. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. You've been listening to The Untold Story with Martha McCallum. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Make sure to rate and review. For more podcasts, go to foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. 